0: You can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Eve and you're listening to Transforming Trauma. I'm here to share my truth in hopes of inspiring others to share theirs. This podcast helps me and hopefully others to feel connected, empowered, and my intention is to share what's going on in one survivor's corner of the world. So tonight I'd like to talk about Thanksgiving, because any annual event, anniversary, holiday, birthday, can be a reminder of loss or goals you'd had hoped to achieve but maybe didn't get to. And I just wanted to to share what, what's helping me cope and get through this, this Thanksgiving, um, just to inspire others to take control over what you want this day to mean for you on this particular year. Um, Thanksgiving, like I said, can bring up negative feelings, maybe not for everyone, but being around family, especially as a survivor, can be activating and cause anxiety and maybe create some... Distress around what you wish it was or comparing yourself to other people's families and traditions that maybe you didn't grow up with or maybe you don't have in your life today. So some things that I am looking forward to and trying to focus on in the wake of all of that is getting to take a nice long bath in my childhood home, getting to spend time with children and younger relatives of mine who are in college and hearing about their lives, I'm um, having some time to do some Writing and reflecting, maybe getting to read a novel, um, tuning into my five senses and taking in all the delicious smells that are hopefully going to fill up some homes this holiday weekend. I know for some people Thanksgiving is a good opportunity to volunteer and connect with the community. Um, Another thing I'm thinking of doing is catching up on thank you letters or birthday cards that are maybe belated but still a good time to do it. maybe you'll want to get a start on some holiday season cards or gifts. Um, I'm making a a scarf for a good friend of mine's birthday that passed this month, and there's definitely mistakes in it. I haven't made a scarf in many years, but it makes me feel really good to be making something for her and imagining how she'll feel when she gets a handmade gift, which is so rare these days. Um, Another thing I wanted to share is that At least for me, I think it's going to be a lot of performing, being around big groups of people um, when I'm not feeling my strongest. So I was told recently that our false self can be protective and if you're not feeling your strongest or maybe feel a bit vulnerable for whatever reason. It might not be the right time to to share your reality or your truth with relatives or friends. That it, it's okay to be protective of yourself and keep a bit of a distance or shell or guard up, whatever that looks like for you. Um, trust that that might be that instinct might be good, and and this might not be the time to have those kind of heart to hearts. And remember this Thanksgiving that you're not alone. Um, catch yourself creating negative stories, and then perhaps try to write out a counter statement or a coping thought for instance i'm never going to be a place i'm never going to be in a place to host my own holiday meal so then i would write out that my feelings will pass and that i can enjoy other people doing the hard labor of hosting until my time comes so kind of looking for the silver lining and some kind of reassuring thought to myself to counter that narrative that i'm never going to be in a stable enough place or a place in my life where I'll host a holiday meal. So that comes comes with all sorts of stories about maybe not having a family or not being able to be financially independent and have a home or not know how to cook a holiday meal. So so many stories of that, you know, have no basis in reality. My future is completely unknown and in my control. Um, I also thought I would share that when I'm not recording these many podcasts I work with the homeless and people who are recovering from addiction, who are survivors of lots of different kinds of trauma, who are in homeless shelters or coming out of prison. And tomorrow I get to lead a, an activity around gratitude, and I already know that my clients are going to talk about their gratitude for recovery, for the organization's help with job training, for their appreciation of just being alive to be there today. So I thought it would be nice to share that so you can look, like, relieve yourself of the pressure because big or small, just the act of writing or expressing gratitude can be incredibly therapeutic. Um, the next thing I wanted to say is this might be an opportunity to thank the therapists or the coaches or the people who cut your hair, clean your teeth, the doctors in your life, There's so many people who impact our lives, and we don't even think most of the time about thanking them because we just get so caught up in the the day-to-day shuffle, and I think Thanksgiving could be a time when when you thank those people as well. So with that, I want to thank Rachel, um, who I discovered on my LinkedIn feed maybe in 2012. I was so struck by the word, sexual abuse recovery coach. What's that? Who's she? We scheduled a consultation call. I remember so vividly, I was staying with a friend in Idaho. It was a very transitional moment in my life, and there aren't a lot of providers out there who are able to disclose their status as a survivor. It's one of the bravest acts I can think of professionally. There's still a lot of stigma out there. Um, Rachel's a visionary, a pioneer, and I cannot express enough thanks for her belief and conviction that healing is possible. And her commitment to being a light in the darkness for so many of us muddling through the ups and downs on this non-linear path that is healing from trauma. So thank you to Rachel from the bottom of my heart for believing in me, believing in us, and believing in yourself to create this incredible community. I nominate you to be a CNN hero. I can't wait to tune in to that show coming up. I thank the world of you. And I can't wait to meet you someday in person. Thank you for all that you do and all that you are. Okay, so now that I've done that, I can hear Rachel in the back of my head saying, how about yourself? So I'm going to attempt what feels very difficult and do some self-appreciation. That's a little bit harder than thanking someone who's helped you. Okay, Eve, you ready? Thank you for not giving up, even when it's hard to get out of bed. Thank you for finding outlets and resources and books that nourish you. You have been through a lot this year, and relationship or job that you don't find a good fit, they inform what's next for you. You're a seeker and a writer and a feeler and a healer. You are the person your friends call when they're depressed or heartbroken or anxious. You beat to your own drum, and you don't settle for less than you deserve. So thank you for being resilient and taking one day at a time. Until that day becomes one month and one year, it does get easier, and you deserve a lot of credit for the hard work of healing that you're investing in. I love you. So my challenge to all of you survivors listening tonight or today, whenever you're listening, is to find a part of your body that you appreciate. Maybe it's your hands or your eyes or your feet. Or maybe there's a quality in yourself that you like, your laugh, your humor, your authenticity, your sarcasm, something that you can appreciate and write a little love thank you card, thank you letter, poem, song, maybe it's a painting or a drawing or whatever, a doodle um, for yourself to show your appreciation Um, Thank you for listening, and this is a shout-out for the Beyond Surviving podcast and to visit rachelgrantcoaching.com for more information on Rachel Grant's sexual abuse recovery services and programs. Thank you so much, and have a great Thanksgiving.